Welcome to the Rebel Heart Coaching Podcast, where BSN registered nurse, integrative health practitioner, and board certified life coach, Samantha Shatek teaches you how to go beyond managing your circumstances and start intentionally creating a life you love using her proven strategies. Hi, friends. How in the heck are you? I just recorded this whole episode only to discover, to my horror, that the microphone was not plugged in. I think it had been plugged in and maybe fell out. And I've heard other people say that that's happened to them. And I thought, how could that ever happen to me? Well, it happened. So I am now recording yet again, this episode. (laughs) So here we are. And I am in Minnesota. And it's zero degrees right now, y'all. Zero degrees. And with the wind chill, it feels like negative 17. That is some Arctic tundra bullshit. That is like, where are the whales? Because we need to eat the blubber because it's that cold out. Like going outside to walk the dog is an adventure reality episode. Like I feel so hardcore just to walk outside and walk the dog. So, but the sliver of hope is that the sun is shining and that makes a world of difference. And I'm so grateful for that. So I'm going to just focus on that. So today I am super duper excited to talk to you about the five somatic channels. And the next five episodes are going to be dedicated to digging in deeper to each of these channels, but I'm going to do an overview today. And I just want to say the why. So why do you care? Why is this important? These channels comprise one of three major components in somatic therapy. And these channels are basically the five channels that all of us experience as humans. And also, these channels are the avenue in which we can heal trauma and anxiety and have better well-being. And this is a universal thing. And I think we're not really taught what these channels are or how to use them. And so I want to be the one, if you haven't already heard about them, to teach you because I am super into somatic therapy. Uh, Again, right now, I am a somatic polarity practitioner. I got that degree in 2007, but I'm re-understanding and realizing, again, just how important our body is as the channel to our subconscious mind and to healing some of our programming that isn't working for us. So that is my why. And it's these channels, they're super simple to understand, but they're also complex in all of their variety. I'm not going to get too nerdy with you. I'm just going to keep it basic. Okay. So if you're ready, come with me. Let's learn about the five somatic channels. So the primary function in somatic therapy in general, is to access, digest, and purge our stuck and stagnant survival energy that we have in the system. So these channels are constantly processing the charge or the information that we carry in our nervous systems at any given point. 
And they are how we as human beings just in general experience the world. And what's interesting is there is no time that our awareness is ever outside of these channels. There is one caveat to that. And the one caveat is that our awareness could be nowhere. And that's a whole other topic that I'm not going to get into for a different time. But in general, our conscious human awareness cannot be outside of these channels. We operate in these five channels. And so to understand these channels a little bit better, I just want to speak to trauma. I know trauma is, that word is thrown around a lot, but I just want to define it in a way here that's really simple, that trauma is often defined, and I like this definition, as a breach in the energetic protective barrier of our being And it is dependent on your interpretation and feelings about an event. So your brother or your sister or your spouse could experience the exact same thing and have a completely different feeling and interpretation about it. And what is traumatic to you may not be traumatic to someone else and vice versa. And usually a trauma is an injury, often physical, emotional, or spiritual, and it's often linked to a deeply disturbing experience. But again, not always, because what's disturbing to one is not necessarily disturbing to the next. And it's also worth mentioning that we can have complex trauma. And this happens when something is a little bit too intense for just a little too long of a time. And so an example of this would be an abusive relationship. So let's say you're in a relationship where you fight, but it's rare. The abused person may still be on high alert for long periods of time. And this over time can cause trauma because the charge in the nervous system is never really truly resolved because there's always a feeling of unsafety. And so again, it's worth noting that our trauma and the trauma response lies in our nervous system's response to the event, not necessarily the event itself. And it happens when that energy of survival and stress gets stuck and it cannot be purged or moved from the body and it sort of gets trapped inside our system and then creates a loop. Another way that I like to think about this, I don't know if it'll be helpful for you, but I like to think about trauma as being a common human complication of being a timeless, eternal energy or soul in a time-bound 3D physical body. So when our 3D physical body becomes overwhelmed and our nervous system's might reject or be overwhelmed by the experience they're going through, we get stuck in time and we have a hiccup or a little charge in our nervous system that just doesn't get resolved. So there's a piece of our body that remains stuck in that moment. And the way, among many ways, that we can heal that is when we can be present with the survival charge that that moment caused. And preferably, we are in a place that feels safe and an emotionally resourced place in our life. We can heal this. And it may sound overwhelming, but there is a powerful empowerment narrative here. So let me 
tell you what this means. This is great news. This means that anything that has ever happened to you that has been traumatic, hard, upsetting, whether it was recently, whether it was a long time ago, whether it was chronically, whether it was in another lifetime, it can be healed by you being willing and able to bring your awareness to the place in the body where the trauma is stored right here and now. And when you can bring your attention to whatever is coming up in your body and there is love and safety, you can move mountains. You can heal. It means that trauma is a fully healable phenomenon and that our psyches, our bodies, and our souls are actually designed with this feature in mind, this feature that makes all trauma reversible and something that we can fully recover from. But we're not often taught how to do that, okay? So here are the five channels of our human awareness, and this goes for most everybody, unless we're neurodivergently challenged in some way. Sometimes these sensations, emotions, postures, sometimes these channels are harder to access, and sometimes we haven't practiced them, but they are our five channels of most human awareness. And the first channel is the mind, and the mind is the ego. But this is also the piece of ourselves that draws conclusions and puts together a narrative or a cohesive story about what happened or about what is happening in our lives and in our environments. And our mind includes things like our thoughts and our stories and the meaning that we make in life about circumstances. And often it includes, so whatever beliefs that we formed, we tell ourselves these repeated stories based on beliefs. So this is all in the mind. Us humans in general, most of us tend to spend most of our time in the mind. And why that is not a great thing is because while it's important that our mind talks to the body, it never gives the body a chance to talk back to the mind. And the mind, we cannot heal trauma alone by staying in the mind channel. And so we have to use other channels to deepen the experience and to alchemize the energy or the charge. But most of us tend to stay in the mind because being with sensations in our body or emotions in the body are super uncomfortable. So I think that we start with number one, the mind. We move two into imagination. And even though this is still a function of the mind, this channel comprises all of our senses and it includes touch, sight, sound, felt sense and taste. And this is a channel where we can be creative, we incorporate new ideas, and it's where we can manifest things with our imagination. So even though it's a function of the mind, it is a different, considered a different channel, still of the conscious mind more so. So now we go to the third channel of posture and body behavior. So this channel is the ultimate communicator between our conscious brain, our conscious mind, and subconscious mind, because it expresses what's happening under the surface in our subconscious, and it can help us also communicate to the subconscious from the conscious mind if we use this channel with more intention. It's really interesting we can put ourselves intentionally in postures 
that will communicate from our unconscious mind to the conscious, such as putting ourselves, for example, in fetal position. That can be really powerful. But conversely, when I'm talking with a client or coaching someone, or just in general, if someone starts talking about something that's a charge for them, they might start fidgeting or touching their neck. Or if they have a hard time using their voice, maybe they'll put their hand by their throat and cover their throat. So it includes their unconscious postures and body behaviors that we're doing throughout our life. And we'll talk more about that in depth and how that is in the posture and our body behaviors is an ultimate bridge from conscious to subconscious. And then we go down into the fourth channel of sensation. And this is our inner felt sense. It's our energetic sensation that we are aware of in our bodies and throughout our bodies. And this channel is a channel where, for example, if we're fighting with a friend or a spouse and you start to feel a lump in your throat and you feel sad, like you're going to cry, the lump in your throat feeling is the sensation. Or maybe the feeling, emotion that you're feeling is anxiety. And the sensation is that your chest feels tight and it feels like you can't breathe. Or maybe someone said something that you felt was really hurtful to you and you feel a heaviness in your chest or tightness in your stomach. And some people will say, I just feel that I got punched in the pit of my stomach. So these are examples of sensations that we can tune into. And then the fifth channel is our emotions. And the emotions are kind of a combination of all of the sensations and experiences. And it's usually a sum of a lot of information that we put into one word that we describe as an emotion, such as sadness or anger or anxiety or frustration. And each singular emotion that we have really typically only lasts 90 seconds that it takes to work its way through the body. It's just that a lot of times we'll have multiple emotions and we'll keep reintroducing emotions back to back. So it may feel longer than 90 seconds, but if we break it down, it takes 90 seconds or less for one emotion to process and and make its way through our bodies. In building a relationship with these channels of awareness, I really want you to keep in mind that as you take this journey with me or as you go through your own process, that it gets to be gentle. It gets to be easy and that you can go at your own pace. This is not a race. And especially because we're diving into potentially intense sensations and emotions, it's important to just take breaks. And honestly, It's a really good place to start, and it's just as productive to start feeling sensations and emotions that feel safe as it is to feel emotions that are correlated with more longstanding trauma or anxiety that you've been wanting to get over. So it's okay to start by just doing positive visualizations of maybe your favorite places or you're thinking about your favorite foods or favorite people or, you know, a favorite pet. And what do those sensations feel like? That's probably a better place to start if you haven't done this before, or if you have some really intense things that have happened to you in your past. You don't want to just dive in without having support around that or having grounding and safe practices in place. So just again, being really gentle with you and your nervous system and your body and just thinking about if you're the kind of person who feels really deeply and gets overwhelmed with body sensations, 
And if you are, then you might want to really use grounding practices you already know or really try to get support in help with working through some of these channels. I know that is something that I love doing as a coach. I love using somatic experiencing and practices to really help people through stuck energy. I know therapists will do this, certain therapists and somatic therapy practitioners. So if you are not comfortable with going to this foreign territory, please have someone who you know or trust help you through it. As I said, too often, we humans get stuck in the mind channel. And generally, we're not going to resolve much in that channel alone. So we need to be able to skillfully use these other channels in our life for our healing. But again, we don't usually know how to do this. And so I want you to just think about if you have any practices that utilize any of these channels besides the mind. This could include guided meditation or imagery or visualizations. And then are you doing some form of exercise such as walking, stretching, yoga, or maybe fascial release maneuvers. But the key is, are you doing these movements and being mindful of, of emotions or sensations and what your posture is as you're doing them? Because that is utilizing and connecting with the channel. And then breath work or other practices that help you get in touch with your felt sense or energetic sensations in the body, or also there's a a way to pay attention and process emotions in a safe way as well. And I have a guide about how to do that. If you're interested in that, please give me a shout out and I can send you that PDF of my free guide on how to process a feeling and an emotion in a safe way. So I'm going to guide you through a short somatic experiencing practice right now. So Sit in a chair or lie down and start to get comfy. If you're driving or at work or not in a safe space, obviously don't do this and come back at another time and you can experience this exercise when you're in a better place. So just wanting you to make sure there's relative quiet if you can and tune out your external circumstances and just we're going to just bring your attention to your physical comfort in this exercise and just take time with these steps. We're going to spend at least a minute with this, and this will probably be a slight bit longer, but just know that you can do these exercises on your own relatively quickly and still get really amazing benefits. So start by sitting in a chair, preferably with your feet on the floor, but if you're more comfortable, you can just um, lay down or recline, whatever feels best to you. So I just want you to notice wherever you are, lying or sitting, your overall experience your overall energy. Notice your body, where it is in space. Notice any sensations coming up in your body. Is there a pulsing or throbbing somewhere? Anything feel open or good? Warm, cold? Heavy, light, small, big, just tuning into your energetic body and seeing what is present for you with sensations. Maybe your organs, maybe you're hungry, or maybe you just ate and you're full. 
And this just notice if there's any emotion coming up. And if there's not, that's totally okay. But just notice if there is. And emotions don't have to be in one place, just in our heart. Emotions can can also be in our stomach. They can be in our heart. They can be in our throat. They can be in our feet. So sensations and emotions can be anywhere in our body. So just notice. So I want you to, if your feet are on the floor and you're sitting upright, I want you to really feel connected and feel your feet on the floor. And if you're lying down, just feel your heels sinking into the surface that you're on and heavy. And I want you to feel where the surface that you're lying or sitting on meets your body. I want you to notice how the surface that you're resting on fully and completely supports you. I want you to think about how the earth below you, like our mother earth from its core, all the way up to the crust of the earth and the surface, and then the foundation that you're, you're on right now, that you're in, whether that's a home, uh, an apartment building, it's all supported by Mother Earth. So I want you to feel that upright support that's coming from beneath you and up into your chair or couch or bed. Really just feel the complete and utter support. And then ask yourself, am I clenching? Am I still trying to hold myself up? Or am I allowing this surface to support me completely? So try to just settle in a little bit more. Unclench your legs and your hips. See if you can let your stomach be loose. Let your spine and tailbone sink into the surface. Let your shoulders and neck be heavy. Let your head be heavy. Let everything just be fully supported as you let go of micro tension throughout your whole body. And now feel the force, the loving, gentle force of gravity pushing down on your body from up above you. So you're fully supported from beneath your body by the earth and by the surface you're on. And gravity is lovingly pushing you down into the surface, holding you in perfect balance between that surface and your body. And see if you can feel that you just exist without having to hold yourself up, without having to move, without having to do anything that you are fully supported just like this. And trying to settle even a little bit more, see if you can relax even more, unclench your jaw, relax your inner eyes in between your eyes, let your facial muscles droop. Let the tension melt around your neck and hands and arms. Let gravity do its job completely.
I want you to take a few moments now and just enjoy the comfort of being fully supported by the surface, noticing any sensations that come up in your body, any emotions. Notice any like movements that are coming up or images that want to come up naturally. And if nothing comes up and you just feel comfy and relaxed, that's great. That's okay too. Just feeling whatever is coming up. And then I'm going to see if you take a deep breath, but just use as little effort as you can as you breathe in against gravity and let gravity help your exhale go. Almost as if you're not the one doing the breathing, but that you're the one being breathed. Feel the expansion on the in-breath and the slight contraction as you exhale. And feel what feels good to you right now. Notice what feels resourceful and peaceful and good in your body. Maybe there's something warm and fuzzy in your stomach or heart or throat. Taking one more gentle breath. I want you to then slowly open your eyes. And I want you to notice something around you that feels like a resource. That could be a tree or a plant outside or inside, a piece of art. Maybe it's a calming color on the wall. Maybe it's a candle or something on the floor. Whatever it is, just observe this resource and savor this present moment. In this resourceful feeling. I want you to just notice what you are experiencing now, both physically and emotionally. Do you feel the same as when you started or do you feel a little different? So most of you are probably going to feel different, I'm guessing. And if you really take your time with this exercise, it's really surprising how much you can regulate your nervous system in just one minute. So you can really use this, and there's so many other somatic practices we can use just to regulate our nervous system and tune into some other channels. So I'm hoping that you tune in next week for our next episode. I'll dive more deeply into the first somatic channel of our mind. And I'm just so excited about this series because it's really just at the core of so much of our healing and well-being, but also just of our human existence. Thank you so much for being with me today and listening. And I hope you know that I adore you and looking forward to being with you next week. And hey, I also want to invite you to join me for my six-month coaching program. I'll work with just you one-on-one and I'm going to help you get the results that I know you can get. 
I promise your life will be different. Go to www.rebelheartcoaching.com to sign up for a consult today. I'll see you inside.